What time is it? Showtime. The brothers discuss sports and provide betting tips. The best kept secret in sports investing. Please welcome Bolt Brady and his bro. Well, hello out there. What's going on? You are tuning in once again to Bolt Brady and his bro. It's the best place to get your sports gambling information. We're about to chat week 16 NFL. Let's welcome in our guy Bolt. Was happening. There was some incredible things that happened this week. I was going to start us off with some 409s. But, Spray it. But CIUs. But come on. You can't start off with bad news. Let's start off with the good news. Mm-hmm. Last two weeks, uh, cha-ching. <laughs> beep, beep, beep. <laughs> Back up the truck. That's right. Uh, Seven two and one. This last week we actually went three zero oh, and one. I think that's considered undefeated still, right? Mm-hmm. If you have a tie, the only tie was the Chargers, and then uh, the two teasers hit, and then uh, Chicago plus the nine. But for the year, thirty four wins, twenty four losses, three ties. That comes out to be fifty nine percent. Nice. Let's get up to the sixty. So what you know that might be. Well, what does that mean? And so uh, to give you an indication, there's this one podcast out there that like they listen to all the you know so-called top handicappers and then bring their picks together and then make the best picks out of like all the top handicappers picks. And they just mentioned that they cover 35 handicappers and only three of them there's, uh, are between 60% and 62%. And there's two guys that are at 59%. And the rest are below that. So nice. Looks like we're hanging in there. I know you've said there's uh, there's some guy out there. He's kind of like a, a fan of sports talk or something. He he keeps a spreadsheet of guys on talk shows, and he kind of just posts stuff out there. Because sometimes people don't promote like their their poor records. Oh yeah yeah yeah. No that's <laughs> that's right. Dude's name's like Chris. Chris H or something. I don't know what it is. Yeah, yeah you've, you've shot it to me before. And he's like, here's their records because they won't tell you what they are. Yeah, no, that guy is great. He does like uh, Cousin Sal and uh, like the Dream Preview. And he, the guys from like ESPN Daily Wager stuff. Yeah. yeah, he just volunteers to keep their picks and a spreadsheet for them. He's got some time on his hands <laughs> to, to comb through the talk radio guys picks yeah someone i saw that to colin coward they're like colin what's your picks and this guy chimes in goes check out my excel spreadsheet here buddy yep i got her for you the uh you said there you that not considered a loss the tie there but i think some of our friends went in on the world cup uh which you didn't watch the soccer no i did not but they learned the hard way i guess if you pick some teams to win it and it ends up going into extra time and penalty kicks the penalty kicks don't count against the spread. Like you had to win in in actual game time. Oh, and, and you sent the article with that rapper too, right? Oh, Big Drake. Yeah, Drake the rapper. He put down a mill to win two point seven five mil, uh, but Argentina had to win in regulation time Didn't or happen. even in the overtime. Yeah. No. Yeah, you were asking me about soccer, and or you mentioned it that day, and I go, "Nope, that thing did not get any airplay for me. It didn't move the needle for you." But it was, you know, I'm not a huge soccer guy, but World Cup that was two of the world's best players. It, it was a it was a good watch, and they did it intentionally, I think, for Americans before NFL football started. So. Right, it, it was legit. I like playing soccer, but watching it's a little tough for me. Nah, messy. It was it was a good good watch. <laughs> uh, one more thing that I forgot to mention. One more W that we got that's nice is if the listeners in the summer uh, 
were able to take the Chicago Bears under six and a half wins, that bad boy cashed this week as well. Nice. Yep. So Yeah, I remember that. That was one of the early season picks. And we have one more, and it's not quite there. It's getting closer. I don't want to mention it because we don't want to jinx it. We'll move on. I'll let you know when we get the W on that one. You're just teasing us with it. <laughs> so now... Hold on. I have a secret, but I'll tell you later. <laughs> well, that's what that's what happened with the 409s this week. Uh, we had someone uh, shoot me a note and, guy, and say, hey, wow, well, there are a couple 409s this week. The listeners were even getting on it. And they mentioned two of them. And I said, yep, we got one more. And I can't tell you that one. Tune in to Bolt Brady his bro for the third 409. But let's bust into those this week because they were incredible. Where are we going to start? I'll tell you where we're going to start with Mr. Tom Brady and the Bad News Bucks. Yeah. Not the Bad News Bears. It's the Bad News Bucks. They are bueno. Tom was up 17 points. His record is 89-0 and zero when he's up 17. But he probably never had four turnovers. Four turnovers in the third quarter. Get Serious. That's a clean think, it up. I think all of them were the the Bengals got the ball like at the thirty or under. Oh, uh, I mean, they were the Bengals were getting drilled, and Tommy in the Bucks goes, "Here you go. <laughs> yeah, why don't you just have this game? And guess what? We're not even going to be able to cover this game because the line was three and a half. Uh, yeah, I took the Bengals. So uh, Johnny B. Good Burrow, I mean, this is kind of flying under the radar. That guy's uh, record against the spread the last 21 games. You ready for this? Oh, it's only 18 and three. Hey, oh, I mean, can you believe that? That's that should be like all over the major networks. For some reason, people aren't shitting about it, but we will. Mm hmm. No, their you know their defense was a little fired up. They thought Tom kind of slighted them on his little Monday morning podcast, saying they were a pretty tough defense. It wasn't that bad of a comment, but I guess anything that motivates you, they pinned up, right? And but it's you know the the turnovers is what ended up changing that game and the location of those turnovers. You know, one of them was at like the thirteen quick punch in. It was a quick turnaround, right, right, right. And then. Let's move on to the Colts and Vikings. Swiss. Wow, was that one incredible. That I I was, you know, I liked that game for the Vikings. I thought they'd bounce back and I was not home Saturday morning and I got back and I'm like, "What?" <laughs> I mean, are you kidding? Oh, uh, dude, it was good looking. Of course, I'm watching the whole game and, you know, the Colts March down the field actually easily and score, and then the second possession, um, or then and then the uh, Vikings get the ball, punt it, they block it, take it into the end zone. It's fourteen bagels, and then uh, Dalvin Cook starts go. All right, let's get everyone back into this ball game. He rips off a forty yarder, and then suddenly decides to fumble it and gives it back to him. I mean, it was a joke. So, for those that you might not have known. The Colts were up on the Vikings, 33 to bagels at halftime. Wow. 33 to zero. And the boos were raining down as they ran into the halftime. Oh, man. And, you know, Saturday, Jeff Saturday, the coach, is looking to get numero two. Well, that's why they play the whole game. They come on out. The They score a whopping three points in the second half for 36, and so do the Vikings. <laughs> The Vikings score 36 as well, folks. And we head into overtime, and you know what happens then. The Vikings take over. And ready for this one. So not only was the quarterback for the Colts, Matt Ryan, an NFL record holder 
for giving up the largest lead in the Super Bowl to Tom when it was 28-3 to late in the third quarter. He now holds this one as well. The record holder for giving up the biggest lead in NFL history. Yeah, biggest comeback in NFL history. It overtakes the Buffalo Bills in the playoff game against the Houston Oilers, if some of you out there may remember. Holy cow. I mean, you know, part Matt Ryan, part coaching. And then you can, it's just crazy when you see a team start to tighten up. You're like, dude, we can't even get a first down. (laughs) And how about when it goes into overtime? Is that thing ball game? I mean, no chance. Yeah, the last little part I was pulling for there, I think it was Colts, or sorry, Vikings, three and a half, though, as well. Yeah. And so they didn't cover. Right. But I was like, oh. I, I had them for Circa, too. Uh, I'm, I'm glad the podcast picks did well, because personally, it was just a shit weekend for me after those best bets, because fantasy, as you know, I was the number one uh team in the playoffs and we got knocked out yeah and then i also do like an eight man or an eight pick against the spread um contest there's like 250 people and i was in seventh place going into this week and then uh, i only got three out of eight and so i don't even know where i am now hmm. so personally it was just garbage oh and circa went two and three it was just <laughs> <laughs> did I see, uh, you know, Circuit as a survivor one also. Did, did I see correctly that they're down to like 14 teams and it said winner take all 6.1 million? Well, uh, winner would take all, but there, there's possible. I don't know how many people are left, but they, they can't split it if there's more than one winner. It was 14 left. Really? There was, um, yeah. But and it said the pot was 6.135. Yeah. No, it's a lot of chips. Jeez. Yeah. And then you, if you, didn't use last year's Super Bowl winners, so the Rams or Super Bowl um, people that are in the Super Bowl, so it would be the Rams and the Bengals. If you don't use them, you actually get a, an extra million. Huh. Yeah. Well, that's an easier. This is the best year not to use your Super Bowl champ. No kidding, right? The Rams, you don't have to use them. but They've yeah. tied the most losses already for a Super Bowl winner the following season, and I'm sure they're going to pick up one more here the last few weeks. Yeah, they went all in, like, you know, getting Jalen Ramsey and paying Aaron Dalton in a cup. It was all in, so they just have no depth. Their piece out. Yep, time to make some trades for them. And we've got one more 409. CIU, clean it up, and it involves... The Patriots and the Raiders. <laughs> Incredible. Yeah. For those of you that didn't see it, they were headed into overtime. The Patriots run the ball, and then they start doing the lateral for some reason. And Jacoby Myers gets the ball. Now, remember, they just go down. We're going in overtime. Jacoby starts running around like he's on the playground in fourth grade playing tag, and he sees someone last minute, and he thinks that um, – Mac Jones is open and he throws it to him and Chandler Jones <laughs> mm. snags it out of the air and just rumbles over Mac Jones into the end zone. <laughs> Walk off ball game 30-24. He said Mac, get off me real quick. Yes, he did. <laughs> hey, dude, terrible. I mean, probably one of the worst plays you could ever do. And the reason why um, it ranks number one on the 409s this week is because that might have knocked him out of the playoffs. It didn't help because their next three games are off playoff contenders. Bengals, Dolphins, Bills. I mean, they might not get a W in there. Nope. And if they don't, 
That's the playoffs. See you later. Big Bill will be pleased. I mean, they're not. They got in last year and got pounded too. It's like they're not going to make any noise anyway. Well, right. That's the same thing I was thinking with the box. I uh, and honestly, I mean, the box. This is just garbage. Step aside. Let Carolina, Atlanta, or the Saints take over. They're <laughs> well. They they did look better there in the beginning. They're like you know they're hyping up their defense. They're getting a little healthier. They were saying the O line still not giving him much time. They. They're not going to make huge impact in the postseason. However, the team that comes to town is the Cowboys. Currently, I still, you know, the Cowboys don't do anything for me. I could see the Bucks beating them at home. Oh God! Someone sent out what the lines would be too. I can't remember it off the top of my head. You know, honestly, I, I swear, you know, I like Tom and stuff, but this they've had too many chances. I, I'd really prefer another team. No, in, in the yeah. division. They're, they they can't get it together this year. But then Dallas can't either at these these moments they need to seize. And Dak got kind of pissed there afterwards. You see, he's like, you know, I, I throw a ball, gets tip, tip, picked. <laughs> and I watch highlights of these other dudes, and they throw it right in the defender's gut, and they drop it, and he doesn't get a pick. <laughs> but you know what? Some of it comes down to just you know being clutch and, and taking care of the moment. The, you got to be able to finish things off, and sometimes that's throwing the ball where the guys don't even get a hand on it. <laughs> yeah, that's funny because, Dak, I'm with you, bud, because some of those guys that aren't getting the picks are not helping us cover the lines it's incredible yeah how these defensive backs can't catch the ball no it's unbelievable isn't it uh, yeah, well, yeah i guess that's why they're on defense one they got flipped some point they're like hey bud coming out of the receiver line you're gonna switch to corner but i mean you think they'd be able to catch it as well as a third grader like when no one's around uh-huh oh it's incredible yeah, the, so it was cool having the games on Saturday and Sunday, and we, we kind of get the same thing this week because of the way that Christmas falls. So the, the majority of them are on Christmas Eve. But last week, there was kind of it was either a decent game or they were just kind of crap matchups. This last week? Uh-huh. Yeah, let me see. What do we have here? So Christmas Eve, Saturday. Yeah, you're right. It's so, loaded. Wow, that's crazy. How come they're loaded up? I mean, like everyone's sitting around on Sunday. Well, it's but, Christmas. They just figure... Well, and then the NBA comes heavy at you on Sunday, too. Well, they do. I was just about to say that. Do you, I think I, I tweeted you, or tweeted you, I think I texted you a few uh, couple months ago. Someone's like, check out this Christmas schedule. And mm-hmm. I go, wow, is that any good? There's like five NBA games and three NFL. Woo! Mm-hmm. And luckily, Christmas is at our house this year, so huh. we, we know that I get control of the remote control. <laughs> well, go ahead and pull Steph Curry out of that lineup and Anthony Davis. <laughs> well, okay, so let's take a gander here because we got Saturday, December 24th. What games are you like in there, buddy? Saturday. The first Saturday one that I like is a uh, team we just mentioned. The Big Bengals are starting to hum. Oh, okay. And they're going to New England. It's Cincy minus three and a half. I'll yep. take the Bengals. <laughs> You're not afraid you're getting them too late on this run? No. Okay. Yeah, I don't see anything in that game there. Um, And then one other one here on Saturday. Uh, I know Jalen Hurts just went down, but my boy who I've talked about the preseason, his workout, he went down to Florida in his RV. Yep. The man with the stash, Big Gardner Minshew. Yep. Has been waiting for this opportunity. Agreed. And they're getting six now. Yep. And Philly's, you know, probably the best squad just like their line on offense and defense they ball yep on every side of the ball total agreement so if you want to give gardner six yep i'll I'll take that and i'm with you and um a couple things behind that to to piggyback what you said there 
the line was plus one, and then Jalen goes out and it goes up to six. There's not a five point difference between Minshew and Jalen. And I like Jalen. He's a great baller, but five points gets serious. Give me the Eagles plus the six there. Plus, if they win it, it clinches the NFC East for them. Right. Yeah. And they need to keep winning, you know, not only because of that, but they want to get the number one seed throughout the playoffs. That is large when you get the number one seed because what does that mean? It means you get home field advantage all the way through. Yep, and then I think last year they added the a team on each division to the playoffs. So only the one seed gets the bye now. It used to be one and two. So only the one seed gets that week at home to rest. Oh, you're right. It used to be the, the two, two, yeah. So that's cool. I like that. Uh-huh. I mean, a lot of these teams are just kind of, there's all these scenarios of getting in, and it's it's neat to talk about. But in terms of the NFC, it, it looks like it's the Eagles and the Niners in terms of who it's going to come down to. Maybe. Uh, I could have used the uh, the buy for the number one seed in my fantasy playoffs. <laughs> That's why those seeds mean squat. Dude, we didn't get in because of a tiebreaker. <laughs> right. Don't uh, get me started. No, I hear you. Plus, remember how we always said no one gives a shit about your fantasy except mm, for you. No, I know. <laughs> um, now, okay, so do you also want to hear, because the, the teasers have been really rocking for us, and so there might be some people out there that want to keep rocking the teasers, and I've got another one for you, and this one's incredible. Sure. So the Baltimore Ravens, who... Wow. I mean, I, they, they played Cleveland and just and gave them that game. Turn too. off the TV. Holy yeah, cow. That, that was good looking. <laughs> that was ugly. That was good looking. We have the Atlanta Falcons coming into town. And uh, doesn't matter who the quarterback is. Right now, you can tell by the line. I mean, the line's still seven and a half. I guess Lamar's a possibility. I mean, it's going to be a small boat race if it's Lamar. But just in case it's not, we're not going to mess around. We're going to six-point tease the Ravens down to the minus one and a half. Come on. Get serious. I mean, they probably beat these guys by at least 14. But we're going to take the tease. And on the other end of that one, get ready for this. The Tennessee Titans versus the Texans. Right now it's a six points. We're going to make that a pick em. Wow. Ravens Houston. minus one and a half. And then the and then the Tennessee Titans a pickup. Okay, Houston's been hanging with some people here down to the the nitty gritty. Well, we take them when they do that too because we took them. Uh, oh wait, did we suggest it? No, I guess I took it circa. But um, yeah, no, against I know the Chiefs. But, they were getting a lot against Chiefs. Yeah, they were getting fourteen and a half. Um, Patty, I, I actually thought about that one, but I mean the Texans are so bad because the Texans don't have their one and two receiver. And then Pierce, also uh, their top running back, he's out. So, Jiminy Christmas. Yeah. So, one thing to clarify on the, the teaser, it gives you the six points, but like, let's say you're a, a three point favorite. It never takes you below the zero, it just turns a, the plus three turns into a pick 'em. No, no, actually, it's a great question. No, you can go through the zero onto the other side. Oh, and you can take a person getting points and be like, I think they're even going to win by minus three. Um, so give me an example. So, uh, like, let's say... Let's say the Raiders are are two and a half. Yep. And I'm going to tease them because I think they're going to win the game. Oh. Um, well, you just take them up to the eight and a half, right? Oh, sorry. Sorry. Yeah. But I thought what you were saying was, like, if they're two and a half against the Steelers, you can take the Steelers 
through and make it so they get plus that's points. What yeah, that, that, yeah, that is what I meant. Yeah, yeah. So the only reason why um, you're mathematically not supposed to do that is because you go through the zero, and obviously the games, you know, doesn't do you any good if it was a tie, which rarely happens. So you're losing a point of value there. So. As we've said in the best, mathematically in the past, mathematically the best thing to do is tease up through the seven, okay, to like seven and a half, or down below three. Because games land on three and seven the most. So if you're going up, you want to be at seven and a half, at least, you know, possibly eight, two, because of the two point conversion. And if you're going down, you just want to make sure that you're through the three. Um, and. You never want to be just at the three or the seven because it does you no good when it lands on those. In some places, which are total garbage, um, ties are losses. Yeah. Which a lot of places they're not. So, like, if one team ties, it's just a no play. But some <laughs> some of the players, uh, let's just say your, your local bookies, they count them as losses. Right. Your online guys, like the DraftKings and stuff, they're ties. But Mr. Bookie down the street, he calls it a loss. Mm. We got a Saturday night game. It's the the Raiders are at the Steelers. Yep. Raids are getting two and a half. And you like them? Um, I'm actually seeing three here. I would take the Raiders here. I mean, I know they got lucky with that win against Mac Jones and, and the Pats. But, I mean, Mitch Trubisk and company. Well, so here's the thing. I've actually, I actually just recently read. I don't have the numbers off the top of my head. But... Uh, did, did Mr. Carr actually historically performs really, really well against the Steelers. The only problem is it is going to be chilly willy. Yeah, a lot of games are now. That game's at 8.15 on the East Coast. Um, it's going to be, I think I, I read, 15 degrees. So I don't know about that. Let's do it. <laughs> did you see the Packers last night? It was a, little, it was a cold one. Um, I did. Yeah, I didn't watch that thing. Because, no, that's tough watch, too. Yeah, that was good looking. <laughs> But they're they're clinging to some hope mathematically twelve percent chance. What is it that they need to happen? Really, do you know? They need to win three out. Yeah, and then they need um, Seattle to lose a game coming down the stretch, and they need the Commanders to lose two, and then the Lions to lose one. And they play <laughs> they play the Lions. I think the last game at home. Right. Uh, so I mean, there's there's a chance in there, huh? But I mean, they're going to Miami this week. Which that's going to be a little harder. That's a little more Miami's speed at home. Back to the warmth. I kind of like the the pack there though. The plus four and a half. Yeah. No. I mean that's just it's a tricky one. It's not it's not easy though. I mean the pack have have what they beat the Bears and then a, a crappy Rams team. So that's true. I mean, but still, Aaron. I mean, Aaron catching points is always enticing. I think yeah, this is just the year to not lean on Aaron and Tom as people have in the past. They just the teams are not as good as they've been. Very true. Well, you know what I think it is. I think in the past that Tom and Aaron haven't had to lean on their teams as much, and now they kind of do, and they don't have the players to do it. Yeah. Um, you mentioned Seattle, probably one of my favorite picks in the last three or four weeks. Traveling into Kansas City, getting 10. I'll take them. Gino and company. I took a gander at it. There's only been one game <laughs> this year that Gino has lost by double digits, and that was against San Francisco. Um, it was the second game of the season. It was in San Fran. It was after that emotional win against Russ uh-huh. and the Broncos. It was only six days later. 
looking back on this, um, I should have taken uh, the Niners that day and pissed off. I think we might, I might have even taken Seattle. That's just so silly. All that emotional stuff, it all was stacked up. Plus, they got Jimmy. G stepped in the game again. That's when Trey got hurt. So, you know, the Nines are probably like, wow, okay, great. We got our number one guy in. Let's get this rocking. Well, listen, Seattle's slightly filled with veterans here. I mean, we got Gino. We got my partner, DK. Uh, we got Lockett. I mean, you don't think these guys aren't fired mm-hmm. up? Lockett broke his hand. He's out for the year. Oh, that's right. Okay. And Kenneth K9, he's back, but he wasn't as, as uh, quick as he's been with the ankle slowing him down. However, KC has had two big lines the last two weeks and have not covered him. Well, listen. I'll take the 10 here. I mean, once again, the 10 is when you're saying, like, because to be honest with you, if Seattle won that game, once again, you've heard me say this before, I wouldn't be totally surprised. And all of a sudden, you're giving them 10 points. I mean, there's no way they're just going to blow them out of the water. That's going to be a close ball game, especially since Seattle's still fighting for their playoff lives. Yeah, I, I can see it being a close, close game. I think Kansas City's still going to win because um, they're trying to hold maybe catch Buffalo for that one AFC seed. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But, I mean, they're in the playoffs. Seattle's not. Mm-mm. So I, I just think that thing's huge. Like, if I would have taken a game out and they go, Bolt, what do you think the line is for this? I would have said, like, six and a half. I really would. And they showed me the 10. I go, Sign me up. Please. I'll take Gino. Let's go, Gene. Let's rock and roll, buddy. <laughs> I'll see you Saturday morning. <laughs> um, you know, it was a trip this week as I was watching TV. And, you know, like um, on ESPN and stuff, you'll see the, the lines. Like they'll put the lines of the games down at the bottom. That's been going on for a while. Mm-hmm. But I was watching like um, the Warriors. Like, you know, when they talk about um, like, you know, after dark in the Warriors pre or post game. And they're chitting about it. And then all of a sudden, not only did they show the lines, they're like starting to show like the over under percentages for like the last 10 games and stuff. I'm like, wow, this is awesome. The networks are like really talking about the lines. Now. Oh, yeah. It's totally geared towards like throwing money into it. Yeah. Because the leagues have, are backing the casinos and stuff now. They work with them for the advertising and everything. Right. So they're like, hey, guys, let's get this going. You want to throw your ads on during our games? We'll take the dough. <laughs> Uh, what else you got here, buddy? Uh, the other one I had circled not till Monday. It's the Chargers minus four at the Colts. Mm. Colts are kind of hanging in some of those games. The Chargers had their last one covered. It didn't turn out to be a push. The minus three. Right. So I, I'll take the Chargers have the receivers like we've said the last couple weeks. And when Herbert has those two guys with yep. Williams and Keenan, way different. Yeah, and I don't know if the Colts are going to be able to pick themselves up off the mat. No, and I think Jonathan Taylor, they said, is probably done for the season. He is done. I think I saw that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I I had him for fantasy, and I look, he got the two points last week, and they yank him out for them. I'm like, what's going on? Why is he already done? <laughs> <laughs> so I think they threw in Moss, the old Buffalo Bills running back oh yeah yeah zach he, i think he came in and um he's still he's a he's a truckload he's a yoked little fire engine dude back there but it's not jonathan taylor i don't know what the colts really have to do the rest of the season yeah no i could see that one i like that one so that was the last one i had circled what do you what do you got 
That's it. I'm, I'm going to um, wrap it up. The one thing I'm going to say is um, I do this every year because I was looking at the college lines and the college games. Um, I really don't know the ones that I'm actually having a good year on the action a network app. I don't know if you guys do that, but I put I post all my picks in there and my college games, I think, are maybe like six and one right now. But um, it's too too far in advance for me to give them out because with all these transfers and who's sitting out for the NFL draft, you usually don't really get that information till right before the game. So the reason why I'm bringing this up is if you email me bolt at boltbrady.com, uh, uh, I'll give you my college picks that I'm playing. I'll just email them to you guys um, if you're interested uh, because it's just too early to give them out right now. So email me for college picks, but for the NFL the teaser this week, Ravens minus one and a half versus Atlanta. And the other side of that is the Titans pick versus the Texans. I just mentioned that I love Seattle plus 10 against KC this week. It's going to be incredible. And then I also, I'm with my bro here on the Eagles plus six. Way too many points for my boy, Minshew. Don't mess with Gardner. Right. Yeah, I get, we'll have the Big Daddy Bowl games probably next week because we'll have time, I think, before before the new year. Love it. Those we, games will be legit. The college playoff ones for sure. Yeah. Okay. Well, don't forget the Twitter and Instagram. It's at Bolt Brady Picks. And also those review guys, we appreciate those at Apple Podcasts or anywhere. You write your reviews. Those hook us up. We'll get you a hat out. Hope you guys enjoy your Christmas and your holidays. Hide that little elf or minch on a bench, whatever you got going. And that'll do it for this week. See ya.